3: Welcome to Monday's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. I am your host, Craig Fowler, and I'm joined by Tony Anderson. Hi, Craig. And joining us in person, all the way from his work on the other side of the city, it's Robert Borthwick.
2: Honestly, might as well be in Australia. It takes that long <laughs> to get here. Rega- I'm in Leith. It's, it's, it's awful. Anyway, hello. Like over at the shore of Leith as well. Oh, I am. Right, <laughs>
1: like, I'm, I'm right down there. It's the worst. The city is absolutely woeful to live in. I don't know. There'll be beloved listeners that live in Edinburgh. It's just horrendous. It's nothing to do with the festival.
3: I I know, I actually realised something today, that this is the first year I've not noticed that the festival has slowed down traffic an
1: awful lot because it's so bad to begin with. It just doesn't make any difference. It's a shit city to live in, and it has been for years now. (laughs) Yeah, and that's why I live in Glasgow. (laughs) It looks nice, uh, but yeah. It it doesn't now because there's so much roadworks. Unless unless you want to go around doing photography of A to Z of temporary traffic lights. (laughs) (laughs) How do we even fucking drive? (laughs)
3: Right, so yeah. we'll begin, not not with one of those Edinburgh clubs, eh, we'll get to them soon enough, but we'll begin with the game that uh, didn't have the most goals the weekend, it was tied with two other matches, but certainly the most drama going back and forth in this one as Motherwell defeated Aberdeen by three goals to two in a... Results that I don't think many people saw coming, and Motherwell were improved against St. Johnson last week, and but uh, lost the game to what I think a lot of people still consider to be the weakest side in the division. So you didn't think they were going to go to Aberdeen, who a week ago a lot of people were singing their praises after the 4-1 victory over St. Mirren, but it shows you just how long a week is in football. And all of a sudden, questions are again being asked of Jim Goodwin, because... Managers now say you can't lose five games in a row and then you lose your job. It's just like one defeat. And it's just, it's, oh, these I, days, it just seems like everybody's just asking questions. Get them out.
1: <laughs> that's a, the a problem, though. When the clubs are spending big bucks these days, uh, certainly in the top half, it's cause, so now you're, So if it doesn't start well, your job's just on the line instantly. No, Exactly. And Rob, you watched this one. How did the game go? Were Motherwell worthy of their win? It was
2: it was very entertaining um, for 13 minutes when four goals were scored uh, in, in that time. spell. I think Motherwell, Motherwell deserved to win it because they defended the least worst <coughs> of the two teams. They both defended badly. Uh, if you see any and all of the goals, uh, there's huge gaps in there. And I think a big thing for me was, obviously, Kevin Van Veen would have given the Aberdeen backline last season PTSD, but they ripped it up and started again. So they've got no excuse. <laughs> They just, they, they don't know how to deal with him. He obviously eventually got the, the winning goal. But, you know, Aberdeen, they brought in all these new defenders. You've got Richardson, uh, Scales, uh, you've got... Stewart. Stewart. in there. And obviously Ross McCrory kind of moved back to centre-half for this one as well. And you've got Ramadani and... and, and Clark- Due to
3: Hay- Hayden Coulson being out injured.
2: Yes, yes. And you've got Ramadani and, uh, and, and uh, Clarkson sort of playing in front of them as well. But when you rip it up and start again, it can be difficult for a long time. You need to get these players to gel and play together consistently. And you want the starting players to all be in there as well. That wasn't there and it was evident. I mean, the Motherwell goals were just so simple, man. And it it was like, it was proper comedy, like falling over at the back post, (laughs) allowing Blair Spittle to get in, uh, Ross McCrory getting nutmegged from 40 yards. (laughs) Like there was so much to it. and, And at the same time, you know, Aberdeen, they they were fairly creative going forward. Like, I, I like the look of Majofsky. I thought his goal was a wonderful finish. Ah. Um, I think he will score goals for this team, especially if he's given service like that. And I think there's a lot... They shipped three goals to Motherwell and lost. I think there's still a, a lot of uh, room for improvement for Aberdeen, but you can see where it's going to come from when it eventually starts to click, if it does click. But... No, and that's what I thought was a, it was an entertaining game. There was chances um, throughout it, obviously, that the goals were well taken after uh, after some absolute disaster defending from both sides. But it was an entertaining one. And I think the Motherwell new manager bounce, obviously Stevie Hamill coming in to uh, exist people's, um, sorry, improve people's lives. So, uh, you know, it's, there's a lot to like about, about this game. I just don't think either of these teams are really going to be pushing that far up the table come the end of the season. I still, I, I just think Aberdeen... Aberdeen are, are given off Hibs. Uh They've got a, a season of transition coming <laughs> up. Jim Goodwin came in the tail end of last year, so you think right the transition should have happened then. They paid so many signings and spent so much money; it's not easy to just hit the ground running. Obviously, they, they started well in the season, but one bump like this can cause uh, a, a sort of knock-on effect as they go as well. So it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm unsure about both these sides.
3: Last week when they played St. John'son, it was the most passes they'd made in a in a single game compared with any time during Graham Alexander's tenure. And then this week I saw that Graham put this out on on Twitter that they had an XG of over three and they'd only done that once in the entirety of Graham Alexander's tenure. So Stevie Hamill was certainly making Mother want a more attacking and more entertaining outfit. Did uh, Blair Spittle play in the front three?
2: Uh, Blair Spittal kind of played off the left, right? Um, yeah, so I, you can almost see from his position for the goal. Uh, you know, he, he's he's coming in from that side. So, yeah, it's, it's like Stevie Hamill's like that. That picture of Paul Lens and he's got a notebook in his hand, just says shoot. <laughs> 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 I feel like I feel like he's come from that school of thought uh, when it when it comes to setting his team up. But you know, even guys like you know the the enigma that is Sean Goss and stuff like that is like you know you can tell he's a decent footballer, but you know. He's he's, he's he's not it's gonna, Sean Goss. He's not going to give you a huge amount of industry in the middle of the park and all that kind of stuff. So again, like there's there's a job to be done by Stevie Hamill. Definitely a job to be done by uh, by Jim Goodwin. But this is the sort of game that you want to see and the sort of game that deserves to be the top of the running order in shows like this because it was just a madcap right before half time, right after half time. Johnny Hayes' goal um, sort of putting Aberdeen in front. Of him was like, "All right, okay, here yeah. we go." And then it completely, you know, changed on its head. Two goals in two minutes from uh, from Motherwell, and Aberdeen just couldn't. They couldn't get back into it. They couldn't get the chances to do it. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be licking this microphone in a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear <laughs> to God, keep your mouth nice and tight. Too. Don't have to lead it.
3: You shouldn't lead much. Well. Just move the microphone. Jesus forward. Christ!
1: <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Live from my spare room, Fowler. Oh. Has just dropped an entire bottle of water. Oh no! Um, we should maybe pause. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> it's up for Phil if he wants to edit this out now. Well, that's we, should, we, we should. We keep it. We should, uh, we should. We should just. just my
2: bag that's wet. Uh, just like. Uh, I sorry. Can you get closer to the microphone when you're saying that, please? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, it's just my bag that's wet. <laughs> This uh, is your fault. I, 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 can, I feel like Liam Gallagher's here. This is horrible.
1: <laughs> just be so around. <laughs> um, it's sore on your neck like this. The rules the rules that German Fow brings to the table are... It's not sore <laughs> of my neck. Just sit in a position where it's easy enough to have the mic just oh. resting on your lips. Easy for like you your to lips. say. Uh, Mic's resting on your lips. It's not a phrase <laughs> anyone should ever hear. Who's Mike? <laughs> uh, but going back to the football, uh, the difference when sort of people... Play football with a bit of a smile on their face, not the mm. fear of God. in them with a absolute fucking head case on the, <laughs> on the sidelines. It just is a massive difference, Hamill. It's it's not even just simplifying it. You could see on the side there was a, a big smile on his face. Uh, when he was celebrating, he was looking at the players, and you could see that there was some sort of like joined up thinking and everyone feeling that they're. Because I think the problem that Azan White should never have even got to the stage and it should have just been stopped last season is it always looked like everyone was just waiting for the trigger to get. Yeah, Mm -hmm. But the players, he was just waiting and I couldn't believe it when they went. It was like the perfect scenario for them is that they'd somehow got into Europe because everyone else being shit. So you can take advantage of that and maybe use it as a way of maybe getting a a decent manager in, I don't know, and take advantage of that and then just make a clean break on the manager. It was clearly not working anymore. Didn't he look like he really wanted to be there? The players, the way the players have spoke since... Hamill's came in, just proves it. They're just saying that they're happy, like talking about enjoyment. (laughs) And there's like these basics, like any workplace, if people actually want to go into it, it'll it'll benefit and you might get some results. Well,
2: I like the, uh, I like what I believe to be the thought process of Alan Burroughs when it came to this appointment. Apparently like 40 odd people applied for it. And he probably just looked at the list and went, which one of these is even more Motherwell than me? (laughs) I'm going to hire him uh, and and see how that goes. And you you can tell, like Stevie Hamill, like you're saying, he was he was on the sidelines looking like he'd won a competition to be there. He was so happy and he was so animated and he was properly getting into it and it's like, you know, Motherwell liked to be this uh, this sort of like, oh, we like to be bastards and we like to do this and that. But in reality, you know, the just a
1: shite. But just, gets,
2: <laughs> but they've they've got someone who who understands everything about the the, the club, and obviously that's going to shine through for the players as well. Bringing Stephen O'Donnell back in, obviously he played on the left this time, but that's again it's a guy who who gets it, understands it, and and sometimes when you bring a new manager in, it helps to just clear the air a wee bit and and get these players back in playing the, the yeah, way that they can.
1: Because we talk about this quite a lot. It's different managers for different periods in different moments. So so I will use Hibs because obviously that's the easiest one for me. Like when Malone he Came in last year, like that's just not gonna work, even if he is good. Because he's not the way he wants, he wants to reinvent the way he wants to change everything. So that guy needs a preseason to, to make that work. It's not gonna work otherwise. And in this one, you're wanting a guy who what who wants to be there, who love it, because you've just had a manager who's sort of looked really, really pissed off for a while, and everyone <laughs> everyone in there, sort of like unhappy, and everyone just waiting for the inevitable sort of thing to happen. So this time you're thinking, right, let's make sure this is really enjoyment. We've got, we've lost the pre-season now. There's no point. We're going to have to bring in a manager just to maybe tide us over for a year and make people enjoy it. The fans will get on board. So I think even though at first I was like, that's a lazy appointment is what my sort of gut thought at the start. I think now the more you think about it, it's like, "I I understand it. And then maybe if he grows into it, great, he gets a longer term, but... If not, then you've you've just bought yourself some time to maybe go and find this, this this right manager. I said after
3: well, I think what's impressive for me about this result in the the performance is that I said after last week where the St Johnson game, because they dominated a lot of the ball in that and it did look pretty good for the most part, but they didn't, you know, they didn't actually equalize against St Johnson until stoppage time and that was a set piece and it was an own goal at that as well. So I was like, they still need to find players to create, but they created a hell of a lot in this game and yeah, I mean, if if Hamill, if there is room in the budget, I mean, it was, it's weird how little uh, signings Mother Wolf made so far this summer, but if there is room in the budget. Another, another
1: uh, example of why they probably thought Alexander was fucking off at some point. <laughs> Not getting him any signings. Like, just do it. Just
2: sack him. Can I just yeah. say how much I appreciated uh, Kevin Van Veen's finishing this as well, by the way, oh, for yeah. his goal? Because, you know, like, you know, if you're like. My nephew, for example, loves playing football, right? And see if he chucked the ball at his head, he doesn't go to head of it, he just tenses and right, lets yeah. the ball hit off his head. That's what Kevin Van Deen did. Because it bounced at such a perfect height, he basically just stood there and let it bounce off him and go into the back of the Because
1: if neck. he'd used any neck muscles or that, that could have went all wrong. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know how much that, it's like if he went through it, he's actually quite an intelligent finish just yeah. to go right there. All it has to do is hit off me. Any sort of movement I do towards it can actually cause alarm. Yeah. Right, let's move on to an end. quick. Oh, wait, I mean, A- Aber- Aberdeen, um, was, it, was it Scales and Stewart that were playing centre-half last week
3: um, together? They started at centre-half, but then uh, Scales moved to left-back after Coulson got injured.
1: Yeah, just, I think if we try to get the centre-half partnership going, I always think they're, they're, they're sort of creating more issues by moving I know the skills cross for the goal was was brilliant yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so I know people might that could shove that down my throat but I think they've had problems defensively all last season aberdeen they've signed these guys to play there one injury and then you're moving I just think we well, surely need to give this time. To actually, they may build it's up special, a partnership, especially with the
3: do of Jack McKenzie, who came on in this game. So he's
1: available to play but, it, to fill in at left back, and, and Hayes can drop in the left back. You know, there's uh, there's uh, other ways of doing it. I just think and uh, McCrory just doesn't work as centre half for me, and I, and I don't think it's. I'm not saying that McCrory's shit. I just think he's, he's, he's much better central midfielder. Yeah. And he got caught out there again. I feel he, if I'm McCrory, I'm starting to get pissed off. I think it's been detrimental to his career going mm-hmm. to Aberdeen and being forced to play this role, which he does pretty badly. When he was first moving, when it was like Hibs or Aberdeen, the idea was this guy's going to go there. And he's going to be a driving force midfield and you'll be talking about, is he going to, not become John McGinn, but, you know, move on from, be that type of player and then maybe move on a higher one, maybe flitter around the, Scot- the, the Scotland squad or so. That was what people thought. And all that happened is he's become a stopgap forever mm-hmm.
3: at Aberdeen and it's shit for him. Right, let's move on to our second game. But before we do, just these messages first. Right, now we shall talk about, in my opinion, although I didn't actually watch the Aberdeen game, so I, I really can't say this very authority, but the game of the weekend for me. Because I'll, I'll be I'll be honest, I'll, I'll be uh, happy if, this, if I see any better game this season. Livingston 2, Hibs 1, especially the second half. I mean, the first half was alright enough, but Hibs were pretty dire. I suppose that was why it made it extra uh, fun for me. But then the second half was just an absolutely barnstorming 45 minutes. Hibs dominated for the first 20, got their equaliser after Joel Newbley had, I mean, waltzed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> at the time. Because the media, the new media section there at Livy is in the main stand to the right. So it's like the other end of the, f- field for where that was so it was hard to tell exactly what happened I kind of thought that Joel Newblier pull, pulled out some wondrous piece of skill you know, to, to evade Paul Hanlon it's, so it's just it's terrible Just moves the ball
1: from one foot to the other
2: <laughs> do, do you know what it looks like uh, it really reminded me of you know like uh, like Gillette adverts and stuff where they try and replicate and simulate <laughs> football yeah, 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 and yeah. they get a guy to put in a, a tackle yeah. quote unquote and the guy sort of dress past him and sticks it, it that's what it looked like Paul Hanlon literally looked like he was acting as a footballer at <laughs> <laughs> that moment well,
3: I didn't did notice that until um, I re-watched it because I think got a hipster had said this on uh, Twitter uh, Noah Kenney as well Nohan Kenny,
2: Yeah,
3: he does he's I'm, there with
2: like, Nooblet he uh, just could have stopped f- running but uh, to be fair he's, he's given a shit pass yeah, I mean, Kenny, no, like just that. it was
3: his lack of work rate to get back, back and try and stop maybe. I mean maybe he thought that Hanlon had it but that's a, that's
2: a big league sort of... are, we, are we talking about the best central midfielder in the league <laughs> one <Go and> Ken
1: <laughs> he's good at interceptions apparently <laughs> he but he does he sort of like he, he, he sort of like dances back so d- d- beside him so rather never get a sprint to get in front of him like he's going to let Hanlon deal with it so he just sort of like hangs around him and he's like just tiptoeing around him never going back so it's bizarre and yeah it's, like, it's a hospital ball from uh, Chabria so it's like it's an awful goal but at first I was like still brilliant for Nubly, and then I watched the magazine well what Anyone would have been able to do that. <laughs> if, if, if Hanley was just going to propose to him as he runs through, <laughs> then, then really, it's uh, and then and then he puts it off the poster in. So I that was just so angry because it's, it's, it's a beautiful day. You get through as an away fan. We got the bloody alarms going off when we were. We yep. got the stadium evacuated and everyone. We were in there and the stadium was getting evacuated. I was in the queue to get a drink. Uh, and, the, like, and it was going off for ages and I was like is it not a drill and my mate Tom's like no no it's not, not. and the security is just standing by the fire exit doing nothing and I was like I think you're going to have to open the door mate I think like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like no no <laughs> looking at the stewardess trying to shazam it <laughs> 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 and, like, they, they eventually opened the door and then just went inside, went inside for about two minutes I had a false alarm of course I fucking could have you that, <laughs> uh, and then nobody believed it while well, it was happening, and uh, then I went back and I was at the front of the queue, so that was fucking brilliant. Had a so. social
2: media team chat to say boilers on fire or something like that, oh, you know. that sort of shite,
1: brilliant, yeah.
3: <laughs> but yeah, back <laughs> to Wait, sorry, 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 what I we was saying earlier before we got on that rad was, yeah, how's Dolly to start the second half, first 20 minutes of the second half? Then that's the best how, i played this how, season. Yeah,
2: for the last uh, 25 minutes, it was then just back and forth constantly. It was uh, excellent. How much of that was down to the well, let's look at this twofold uh, the introduction of Martin Boyle, or just the the lack of Jair Tavares
1: well Tavares was I don't want to be brutal because this is obviously a young guy new country uh, he complimented Joel's dog out once uh, he complimented Joel that was his first fucking problem (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, but uh, I, I mean it was in the first half it was the Tavares please keep the ball challenge once just once, keep it. Yeah. Give it a and I was like, me and my friends talk about like, just take the ball and pass it a couple of times so you get, just to build yourself into the game. Like, because every day he wanted to dribble, which is fair enough. I know that's probably what he, he's there to do, but you know when it's not working, you've got to be smart enough to go, right, I need to just get a few touches in here. But he was fucking dreadful. There's, no, there's, no, there's no two ways about it. And then Boyle came on, and the, the, it works with Boyle because it gets the fans up at the start. But then... The bit that got me excited from from a Hibs point of view, in that 20 minutes I that 20 minutes, Hibs looked exactly what Johnson had kind of said, told everyone they were going to be like. They were pressing really hard. It was not long ball, but it was quick. It was very direct. Direct and, into the
3: corners uh, was a big feature.
1: And then you, Ann, and Boyle were like switching they, 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 when they were making runs. So it was really hard to play offside against them because they were just going in there. Obviously, they're really quick. And Porteous, who got moved at right centre-back for that half an hour, he was just driving with the ball, dribbling and then playing just balls in behind them. And they were really, really struggling to cope with it. And then they got a series of set pieces and then fair play Livingston from there as well, because they really could easily could have got blown away yeah. during that period. And then they managed to settle themselves. And then it became like, as you said, a, a proper football match after that.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um once uh, as I think we've talked about before um, once Hibbs can get Kevin this way or, or sign a, a striker because Christian Deutsch is it's finished yeah, there's no, th- th- can we just feel like we're saying this every week now? there's no evidence that he, the, the old Christian Deutsch is ever coming back um,
2: I like, I like the, the story through the week it's like Dundee inquired about him but he's, he's like he's looking for a premiership and It's like is he?
1: are <laughs> you is he? <laughs> that's interesting <laughs>
2: Yeah. why? <laughs>
1: That's it's so frustrating that I think that uh, Dundee United were looking at Deutsch and then the idea, that what could have happened, was he went and we would have just signed Fletcher, which would have worked really well in this team. Yeah, I think that'd be perfect. And then, but I think then Dundee United, like, ah, well, Fletcher's available. Well, you know what? We'll just we'll just go for him. Thanks.
3: And I think did Fletcher not say as well that he kind of wanted he was kind of hoping uh, that Hibs would come back. has been very much
1: in. said he's not he never said it himself. Right, that's okay. very widely reported is that he actually went home and, and actually the agent offered him um, Hibs. Right, okay. that's okay. what back in he does. He's not going to say I've decided to do United. Right? But actually, I wanted to play for Hibs. So I want to he did it when he uh, first went <laughs> to have a team. I want to be selling manager. Um, Why but, am I here? But uh, to talk about um, Livingston. I uh, thought Holt was really good again, yeah,
3: no, just, I thought all three centre midfielders were really good for Livy
1: aye because they dominated like Henderson was rubbish again and mm. I really think that at the start of the season was because it was the League Cup yeah, and the opposition teams were playing shite. Um, like, I think really because he just gets lost in the games he can he can never pick up the space you can see there's talent he lets the ball run through him but it never works so I thought Holt, Shinny and Pittman is it, really good with Omionga and Kelly it's all quite narrow but because you always have been thinking, oh, it's going to be Nubli and Anderson and maybe Pittman or Shinny as a front three. And obviously I felt like, well, not playing Anderson has been quite bold because he's obviously a really good player. But they obviously just think they can really, because dom- they've got Nubli, who's going to be mm-hmm. a hand for them. Well, we can just totally dominate a midfield area with all these other guys. And Shinny's work rates went up exponentially this season in the games that I've seen. Uh, and then they can all just play off new play and it's a bit brutal on Anderson but sometimes when you've got a player like that you're like well we can just dominate other areas of the pitch now Aye and it's just so hard to get the ball from as
3: well there's a couple of situations like the one the chance that led Eventually ended up being at the chance for Anderson. Like when he just gets the ball in the in the corner, there's two hips players falling on, and they still can't get it off him. And there was another one when he went like head to head with Chris Cadden, who's quite like strong, like strong, yeah. well built, like. And like they're just going at it for like thirty yards, like just along and noobly. Just every time, just gets to the byline because he's got quick feet. Turns back, gets a yard, and can able to just knock those, the ball back into
1: space. The Cadden was stopping there, like tiny. So Cadden comes out to try and get the ball, nudge, come back, nudge nudge so Nubly's not going at any pace Nubli does everything in slow motion yeah <laughs> But it just a little nudge nudge and it's like it's one of those it's always fun to watch because it's so unique you know you really you see these players like every so often that are able to play in that fashion and um while, it, that, while that happening there's uh, Paul
2: Hanlon just side tackling space oh my god right.
1: Paul Hanlon it's like for him as I say this is another reason why I haven't seen the half is like to bring Paul Hanlon back against the archetype striker that he struggled with his entire career including any in He's prime and he's straight back at the team. He got absolutely battered again. He's like Chris Packet, So again, like you know, like, you're like up against Sims, and it's like you're 30, like now, <laughs> as a centre half he's played in Scotland. And he start thinking, like, how's he done this? How's he been around for like <laughs> when he gets absolutely battered <laughs> off these strikers that are like physical strikers in Scotland are, are, are common? Like, it's by the most common type.
3: I'll, I'll always go back to the game against Dundee United, where he was bullied so much by Nadia Chifty that Terry Butcher removed him and put on Daniel Boateng instead. <laughs> yep. that, that's uh, that's got to be a career in the Deer. I don't know what happened here because he brought on uh, McClelland who's clearly not ready to play um, Johnson said after the game that he was struggling that much with cramp that they were scared these calves were going to split in half
1: okay that's Did fair enough Hanlon yeah
3: he wasn't really fit he wasn't really fit enough to play but without Bushuri he's like literally not another centre
1: half sounds like the sort of guy you should well then McGregor <laughs> on the bench but he actually is just a coach for Leith Athletic and, uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. and, a, and a development I don't even know why he was on the bench has
1: he, he not joined a gang
2: <laughs> <laughs> hard as fuck mate <laughs>
3: uh, it was a shame that you and Murray wasn't there uh, the diggers after uh, Sunday's game at Tyne I was going to flash him a YLT uh, see if he, he cowered in the corner after it.
1: and then Montano got taken off before he got sent off because he was getting pretty yeah. uh, rinsed by Boyle a lot and he was getting angry and Porteous was deciding he was going to Pick him as the guy who was trying because Paul just started doing this new thing where it's like he goes insane, but he's actually really quite calm. He's doing that quite well, which is good. I think it's it's a really good thing. He's game and the the Minging vibes all over again, um, <laughs> but he like just goes and screams in the the. But he, he got really tense, but he just does that. So he's on. You can see this. So I don't know why I'm doing this. But he like gets really tense, arms and jumps up and down all that. And it's really really aggressive and in your face. And players like obviously react badly to it. Um, So I quite like that. But I have still got beat. But that 20 minutes made me think this is what we're going to try to be doing. So even though it's the first game we've lost, I actually came away with that much more with an idea of what Hibs are going to try and do, which I hadn't seen against St Johnston. Or even really, Harts, there, there was elements that were good, but Hibs were able to play a lot more on the counter against Hearts because Hearts were wanting to take the game, so it's a different type. But in this game against a team that we did have more of the ball, and we were still able in the second half to actually break them down and create tons of chances, and Bo- less saying about Bojan's uh, finish at the end, the, the better. Yeah,
3: uh, that was a weird one. Also, as well, the goal, I uh, watched back the goal and watched the closely to figure out the culprit, and it's Christian Deutsch. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just like Zobalaya run off him. Aye, totally.
1: No, we we'll like completely free. I'm like, in the 18th minute, the huge centre half is just getting a free header just to, to nod at home. No, no neck muscle, just like that. Ah, right, that's that. And then we've lost. Great. <laughs> the coach is looking at
2: the scoops and notices like, who's good in the air? Who, who scores a lot of goals from centre half? <laughs> 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 just leave him.
1: <laughs> so, aye, frustrating, but a bit, but Livingston are just... Uh, I think they are. I said earlier I could last season that you could see them finish in the top six because he kept a lot of his mm-hmm. team together and, and, I, and I can still see it because they're a nightmare to play against and now they've brought... the If is going to add goals to his game though, actually, can someone just sign Newbley? Because already, Hibbs, for example. <laughs> 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 He'd be really good with the wingers running off,
3: but uh, who knows? Hibbs oh, are, are three players away for being a really good team. Yeah. it's the spine it's the
1: spine spine of the team (laughs) it's the the
3: centre-back and centre-midfielder and (laughs) centre-forward
1: it's quite hard to find uh, yeah yeah. so uh, Hibs will be average then pretty much unless coming. well we're going to buy a midfielder by all accounts is is what it sounds like guy from from England so this one's not coming from the the sort of raffle that is every European league. Is that, is that uh, Luke McCormick? <laughs> Aye, apparently that's is the... Is he over the age of 22 at least? Aye, uh, I think he's like 25. Oh, there you he's go. Got, scored goals in League 1 and League 2 down south. That sounds like the type of player hubs need. Aye, so hopefully we'll find out. But anyway, <laughs> Livingston are going to be a problem for a lot of teams.
3: Right, so let's move on to the game at Tidecastle. Hartsford, 4, Dundee United 1, Dundee United... Well... Sunday night's problems are the fact that they have maybe the worst goalkeeper in the league.
2: Good lord. Quite some distance. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with him? <laughs> is, is he injured? Has <laughs> he gone through something? Just, honestly, I'd, I'd want to find out. Uh, uh, he's not very good. I saw
1: that he's been in the A-League team of the year two years in the bounce because Craig Anderson the goalies saying, must be bad because uh, like, Craig Anderson when we were down the pod last week about we Dundee United and He was saying, "Oh, that's weird. They've went and took him from like an average team in a show, and he's only got one cap." And I was like, "Ah, that doesn't make sense." But I had the week after it, like, he's been in the team league. year. What's going on? That league is a joke. It is. <laughs> it is. I, it is. I, I don't like. I don't like the whole farmers thing. But they've Jason Cummins over there. I mean, he seen, doesn't just score goals. He's like
3: fucking Del Piero. Have you seen? Have you seen James McLaren's goal scoring record down there? <laughs> yeah. he's, he's
1: Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's like it's it's really. So like the I mean, Raul seems to have been a good pick. He came for the A League, was he not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. But I maybe mean, it's gonna be like a one in twelve hit rate this because Miller just kind of player player's a right.
3: good for the A League, apparently.
1: Yeah M- Miller Miller kinda got a kick at Hibs, so is another one. And this is like just like the worst player in the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. He's probably
2: been the worst player in the league so far. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, season. Uh, to be yeah. fair,
1: like only one of the goals was really his fault. Yeah, but there was three the week during the week and then one the week before. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I think a, five in three games. Do you know
3: like you what know like a better goalie might have got Barry McKay's one?
1: Well, I was thinking that as well, and I said that at the
2: time. Uh, I immediately said, oh, keeper, I'm not too sure. But it comes through a ruck of bodies. Yeah. It's right into the bottom corner. It's hit really well. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. Um, but yeah, the one that he pushes out from Michael Smith's uh, timid effort, shall we say, straight to the feet of George Grant is quite something.
3: And it's quite something as well, because I could have thought he might have been gaining some confidence in the first half, because his heart's, did what they should have done uh, and peppered them with shots and just made made sure all the time. Hearts had something like thirteen shots and twelve of them were on target. Hearts scored inside forty two
2: seconds. Mm, confidence.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, not that. But then after that, he was like getting peppered with shots and he was dealing with them. Thanks, none of them. Were- that particularly hard, but I kind of thought, right? That he made might one act- good save, eh,
2: when that- he dropped, tipped around the post, Aye, for Barry Aye. Shot. Aye. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking like, yeah.
3: that might build up his confidence, but then he just that, that one at the feet of Grant was just something else, yeah,
2: yeah. But you know, generally speaking, um, Hearts didn't play that well and scored four goals, yes, which is which is uh, it's, it's always a nice thing. Dundee United were a crock of shit, uh, I will say that they, they weren't very good at all, they didn't really impress me in any oh. element of the, the game, but Hearts, Tony What um. For those, of, including ourselves, really,
3: for those aboard the uh, Tony Watt needs to play up front um, bandwagon. Yeah, that was not a good
2: ninety minutes for that. He was terrible. No, he he wasn't good, but he wasn't getting any help either. Glenn mm. Middleton, a couple of times in the first half, you know, he, he went on a couple of decent runs, got the ball into the box. There was a very dangerous one that Halkett kind of swept up. Uh, at the back post but Tony Watt had made a run to the corner flag uh, nothing made like I'd, honestly I have no idea where Tony Watt was going for that because if he just placed himself where a striker goes he probably would have scored um, but he, he just he wasn't getting help I can't Tony remember
1: Watt. he's too confused because he got to move position all the time so he forgets
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah Dund- Dundee United offered very little um, and obviously because it- even in the first half like so
3: Hearts were excellent for the first 10 minutes or so and then Dundee United kind of really dominated territory and
2: possession for a lot of the half but and really created any chances. No, no. And it, it, they didn't really look like they were going to. I mean, the Kai Rolls made a phenomenal tackle on... Uh, in fact, that was the second half. No, that it was the was second that half. Was sec- that was
1: absolutely dominated yes. the strikers up there. They were oh, nodding them in the way, reading everything that was coming through on the ground. Yeah. Like, Halkett, had a field day. I yeah. when I even watching.
3: when Fletcher came on, he kind of thought, oh, that's a very different kettle of fish now. But there was a couple of times that Halkett, like... Clearly out jumped him. Just, yeah, just for aerial balls.
1: Yeah, uh, like I said, so lean Halkett. Mm-hmm. Like the,
2: really does H- the out- guy
1: complete unit.
2: Halkett, Halkett's. uh he's he's the last year and a bit. He's been different class. Um. But no, I, I thought Michael Smith was was close to being yep. back to his best as well, which has been feels like it's been a long time coming. You know, he's only played about seven or eight games since his back injury. But every one of them, I thought like, Ugh, is he maybe past it now? But he looked. I was actually thinking going into the game, especially when the team came out and
3: Michael Smith was in it, I was like, De Hart's actually need to sign another right back because if Smith doesn't do it today, yeah. he hadn't done it really the first couple of games. And Atkinson is not a fullback; he's a wingback. Yeah, he can't really defend. Yeah. He needs that centre half behind him. And so I was wondering, like, if Smith's not got it anymore, Arch might need to go out and get a right back as well as you know another probably could do an hour and a half and certainly another couple of bodies up top.
1: Then you start to look squad heavy as well. You've got to if you're not if you're going to play four at the back, then Atkins is not going to play. Smith is in and he's just not good for the chemistry when, yeah. you have to, when you're forced into doing stuff like that.
2: Yeah, but no, I mean, Smith looks like he's gained back the half yard that he lost um, mm. after his injury. He looks like that's back. You know, he was nutmegging Tony Watt. Right. He was getting down the right-hand side. He was putting shots in on goal. Obviously, that's what led to, to George Grant's goal itself. Um, so yeah, just defensively, generally, I thought they, they played really well. It's good to see Stephen Kingsley come back in. Um, but I just Barry McKay, my word.
1: He's so good. <laughs> he's so he good he's playing fucking ridiculous
2: he's yes. honestly because I, I you know I was a bit worried that it it's like you know last season maybe teams will get the run of him you know they'll they'll understand what he's going to do now nope <laughs> 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 that's patently untrue uh, because again like he wasn't even at his sparkling best but he still
1: was probably one of the best if not the best player in the park oh, somebody's just... passing that, like volley passes and stuff right on the money ah. every time it's like a guy just playing just so confident in himself not a problem. Yeah, and then those that shot even don't take that unless you're feeling really good about yourself. Well, yeah.
2: he just wasn't shooting last season. That's, that's I think. Yeah. you know, that's why he wasn't scoring many goals because he was he was opting to pass, um, in, instead of shooting And yeah, it's, it's it's great to see. Obviously, he's been tipped for Scotland again. Um, obviously that happened a lot last season as well. But in the form he's in, I don't see why not.
1: It doesn't make to be honest. It doesn't make any difference to Barry McIvey gets in the score so it's not no. going to play in the team. No, it's one of those that will just be. It's like a pat on the head. Well done for mm-hmm. your form. If I was a Hearts fan. We're just getting the time off, (laughs) yeah. 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 Unless he's going to be coming in and and having any sort of minutes, in the which is pretty unlikely because it's like a pretty strong area uh, of the
3: team. They don't want him playing for Scotland, they don't want him put on anybody's radar,
1: yeah. Um, And talking of like you're saying, going and get another right back for hearts. Don't just have to go back in the market for a goalie, don't they? Yes. They have to just accept that, Because yeah, that could wreck them. it could easily wreck the entire because the more and more it happens, the more it becomes a thing. And it's like it's it's that it eats itself, you know, that, that 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 idea that this guy's rubbish, everyone's shooting, everyone's deliberately. So he goes into every game knowing that basically training that week for the opposition has been about him. And it's not a nice feeling, I'm I'm, I'm gonna assume. Um so I would say probably they've invested so much. And this is something I would say about Hibbs as well. That there are a couple of players. You feel like when you've already invested so much, you're as well going for it. Mm-hmm. You've already yeah. you've already done it. Yeah. Uh, so why let one thing sort of totally. Hamstringing, I mean that you don't achieve anything. And for Dundee United, right now it's hard to look bad. I mean, there's a lot more problems than that. For what's his name, the the A. Sanchelotti, Ancelotti, uh, Jack Ross, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. as, as he's been named today. Yeah. <laughs> People, th- oh, I'm not even going to go at this. Nah, I don't. <laughs> um, what uh, well, he said that people like people genuinely like think, do the things
3: like to most players like oh, you need to spend less time as if
1: less
3: like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> time in clothes shops all day in clothes <laughs> shops and just
1: ignoring his team yeah, yeah, that's I think Chris said he was just sitting on the side thinking about team for cheerios that were going to get delivered and I that's know. why he, went, he just wasn't doing anything about the tactics
2: he's definitely a sort of got us on first name terms with his Hermes delivery <laughs> driver <like. laughs>
1: Um, and Charlie Mulgrew midfield didn't work. Unsurprisingly, no, he's got didn't. zero legs. <laughs> <laughs> and just yeah. like, what? what wait, I leave Leave it, it injured. He must have been because he wasn't it.
2: Alright, so Levitt's Leavitt, injured and, and Ross was a wee bit cagey about when he's coming back, he sort of said, you know, at the start of this week we'll find out more about the injury and all that kind of stuff. So we'll see because he's <laughs> clearly <laughs> clearly the best player. <laughs> clearly the best thing about Dundee <laughs> United is 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 uh, Dylan Levitt. But nothing worked for Dundee United and and Jack yeah. Ross he was Jack Ross was totally honest in his post match as well. He's like from minute one to ninety five, we were nowhere near it. We were absolutely nowhere near it, and then this is why, this is why, this is why so you know he, he recognises what the problems are but it's whether they can fix them or not and only a couple of weeks left in the window if Levitt is going to be out long term
1: that is massive mm. for this Dundee United team <laughs> they've spent a lot of money they're not going to get any money for the World Cup and that whole idea is fucked <laughs> 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 they, they, they clearly thought through um. So, aye, a lot of just I mean, I've seen this with. It's amazing how quickly it turns round. That result is first home game against Alkmaar, and being like, I'm saying like, fuck's sake, they are going to be brilliant. Shit, uh, nightmare. Even Middleton, 300k. I was pissing myself, and I thought, oh, actually, right, okay, Middleton's incredible now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then someone removed Mark Berigotti's arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then just someone done something, and it's like you're like, like Ross maybe the first manager sacked. <laughs> 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 you're like, within, you're like, within a week, it's absolutely insane how quickly it turned over. And it's like, that's why we we'll always say, when the going's good, fucking lap it up if you're a, if you're a Scottish football fan because it's so far that it's going to be shite so don't worry about it don't worry about looking daft because we all look daft just fucking go for it just you wait until Hearts losing Zurich and then Celtic put seven past uh, yeah, no, yeah, then, yeah, but yeah, I mean be... it won't take Hearts fans long regardless to turn on Nielsen no uh, matter what the, the context uh, is Jesus I Christ
2: ba- Barry Mackay could misplace a pass by an inch and it'll be Nielsen <laughs> <fucking laughs> it's just so
1: weird it's just what what a country
2: yeah uh, I heard a
1: couple of booze at half time as well
2: <laughs> one in 1-0 one, no. I was walking down the stairs to go out for a cigarette and there was a boy right next to me on the stairs booed really loudly I turned around and looked at him and he just sort of looked at me and just shrugged his shoulders Dude, no, as, as if do. it was
1: muscle memory yeah, I was
2: like <laughs> you know.
1: see I was a jealous I've stopped smoking I'm jealous because at half time I realised when I was at the game on Saturday like, and I didn't have a drink before the game we drove through uh, and I just, just like halftime's fucking boring man. <laughs> Like, at least before awesome. at least time before you have to get out go for a fag and then by the time you get back it's like alright oh, the game's about to start but I was like and fucking swelled it. the heat at that little Aye, to rips game I actually thought my face was melting off I may have to go home after the game <laughs> for a lie down and start to eat and phone me later to go out for a beer is <laughs> that Tom or my I have to go home you're like oh, you, you want to watch the game I oh, know I need to go home right now <laughs> got dropped off his house, he just went lay down for an hour <laughs> <laughs> someone just right there man it felt like it was just in my face for and we'd be bolted to a wee factor 20 eye, just like <laughs> <laughs> and we're all wearing that but I'm saying the hips wore that black strip oh yeah. man I like, don't know how smart that is for today and like, obviously it's a really popular strip so everyone's wearing it and everyone's nearly passed out in
3: the <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I managed to blag at the car park as well. that was ah, that
1: great, was great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, media four, four men with the exact same hip strip on <laughs> in Fowler <laughs> uh, media, driving <laughs> uh, media mate <laughs>
3: Why did they kill? Is that I right, just go on. I got like,
1: because uh, we all bought that. Was, like, last week I went and bought it before the hearts came. I actually went to the shop and bought it before it opened, waiting for the shop to open, where me and about 10, 12 year olds to to go in and get it. And I met my parents and everyone had bought it. We all for it. And we were standing in the park drinking because all the were open. And a group of hearts fans, so it must have be been about. 15 walk past then all that. Look at the fucking stays <laughs> <laughs> uh, Impossible. Good point. Uh, three about, about six middle-aged men all dressed exactly the same.
3: <laughs> right, let's move on to the game in page. They were submitting and beat Ross County by one goal to nil to get their first points of the season.
1: Tony, you begrudgingly watched this one. Oh, well, I mean you got me you got me watching. I watch a lot of St Mirren. I've noticed that. I was thinking that when I sat down. All last season that. I watch a lot of St Mirren And it wasn't... Oh, shit. It was an awful <laughs> game. Um, but if you want me to try and get into like what was good, right? So, Ross County, I'd be really... They tried to play so much football. They really... like Balls out to the goalie, out to the fullbacks. Then try and play it in the midfield. And then you go, no, know, you know how it works. You go back, then you pass again. And it goes through the corner. You know that little... Yeah. We try to do a lot of that. Um and that was interesting. I was interested, like, I was because obviously they've they've had to play differently in quite a lot of games this season, because they started off at at Tynecastle and at Celtic. And one thing I loved about the, the game against Celtic last week is how they were all the way that they pressed, Celtic, it was all taking turns. And it wasn't just it was all about who was closest. They weren't worried about their shape. Like changing and players were willing to slow and I was like, "That's really good. That'll be if that's a feature of their play, that'll be great." But and this one, that, that was totally gone. So, so that's still, even though you're not playing Celtic, that can still really, really work really well. It can actually be quite an aggressive tactic if if he's are, if these are capable of doing it. But they try to get the tricky ball and and uh, Mirren, sorry, are just they are so aggressive in their play. <laughs> Shock uh, under under Stephen Robinson, and the midfield, especially Erihon and Bacchus, just eight Callahan, Kankola and Samuel alive. They could not get a kick in the first half in that midfield. They were just constantly winning the ball back. Driving Bacchus looks he looks a player. Ah uh, he looks I really very like handy. Look um, he's not Because he wins the ball back. He can tackle. Keanu Bacchus. Keanu, cool name as well. Yes. Yeah. Isn't half. Yeah. And he's got um sorry he's got loads of agility. He's got drive. So it's like all the things that you could want. I mean every team needs These sort of ball carrying, combative midfielders. Even teams that really don't have them—they like we talked about Hibbs earlier. That's a huge gaping hole in in the team, and stops it from being able to. Sort of move forward whatsoever. So, with him in there and Erohon, sort of like a composed player, when he's at his best, Erohon is very, as he would say on plays, quite up and down. But when he's at his best, he's really composed and calm. So, they two are really, I, I, I was quite impressed with them without sinking, sinking in or blowing teams away. I was like, they're they going to be tough to play against all season. And then you've got Ayunga, is that how you put it? Ayunga? I don't really Ayunga. want to be saying that. Ayunga. Yeah. Ayunga. Uh, um uh up front and he is a handful and similar to maybe like uh Yuan, They like I say, "But they just want to overplay, so they're desperate to make like to impress. And Yuan, mm. I saw that loads of, in the Hibs game, once kind a boy, does loads of tricks, runs like all across the box, and then back again and they're like fucking pass it. <laughs> um now Junga had like elements of that in him where he was because he was holding people off really well and he had he had a good touch and he's so big and strong and he could carry the ball as well. So he was driving at them when he was picking the ball up at centre forward. But then he'd always want to play the you know the, the, the sexy pass he always if you're a striker and you hold the ball up, you want to hold it up, turn and then spray it. Out that's the ideal scenario, and he wanted to do that every time rather than just sometimes just laying it off. Yeah, and he would give the ball away sometimes. So he's one, and he hit the post with a like sort of rip-roaring drive, and it went right across the goalie. So I was relative, I was impressed with St. Mirren without being blown away. There was Mm -hmm. elements of their team that I thought, right, they're going to be, they're actually going to be pretty good, and you can see it's built in Robinson's sort of makeup now, which is positive for them because Robinson last season was. Was dodgy, <laughs> this is this really doesn't seem like it's going to work. He can't keep blaming the ex manager for months on end. He just needed time
2: to instill his brand of bastard uh, ball what? where they basically just kick you, uh, 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 and
1: he's very good at doing that. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's got the like, main plays up front. I mean, he shouldn't be playing for that, anyone at this level, but, but for Robinson it works fine.
2: Well, that 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 is unfair because actually, you know, like we're just saying about Keanu Backus, just bring it back to him, like you saw. so. He's measured in the way that he tackles as well. You know, he's not just flying into to challenges. He knows how to win the ball. It's, you know, you see it across the league, the better midfield players can do that. You know, they've got this controlled aggression about them and uh, and obviously Erewhon as well. So it's like... Got the it,
1: telescope legs as well. Aye. So you can just do that. It's, it's, so it's always got a lot going for him. Like Yeah. Um, Strain, right wing back, mm-hmm. looks all right. Yeah. yeah. He's got a really good touch. He uses the ball quite well. He doesn't get overexcited. Uh, which I, I know these things sound like a damn face braid but when you see a player at the start these are the things you look for it's yeah. like who are they as a player what's their fundamentals uh, and that's why I think Strain will be a, a player that you would like playing with uh, especially with Fraser he, he's, he's always given option he's got a good touch and he can dribble a bit but I was I was really disappointed to where Roskett I was I put, I put them on my coupon for a start uh, but it I because I, was, I watched, I watched
3: yeah, we both had uh, a on our uh, yeah, yeah. we all went
1: wrong because <laughs> um, I watched against Celtic and I was impressed with tactically how they'd done it and I got fright actually I was worried because I'm like the Celtic will come on to this I'm sure because I thought Ross County played it really as well as they could have tactically, uh, emotionally how they approached the game and and in their style and try to be pick and choose the moments so like, it all looks really smart and Celtic still ping three goals passing. and I was like Fuck, I really don't know where this is going for everyone else so I was I was wanting to see. So uh, Ross County and obviously I was heard that they were was impressive in the in the first half especially at yeah. Tynecastle. Yeah. So I was like, right, I'm I'm buzzed. Let's let's see Ross County and it just they played tried to play pretty football and never they just got sort of out aggression and it was never going to work for them. The one thing they like was uh, Olagbe. He came on. He done a few number seventeen. He came on in the second half. He done some mazes. I could see him and Edwards being fun to watch, quick, skillful. Was Edwards any good? It, it, he had moments mm-hmm. he played in moments but don't worry he's not going to be the best player in the world like people decided on that 45 right. minutes can
3: I bring back to what I said two weeks ago <laughs> him, him and Anthony Stewart Everybody, like, oh, brilliant uh, side, uh, brilliant uh, side. Well, so uh, County are bottom of the league, and Aberdeen were terrible at the back of the sure, week. Sure,
1: just missed, uh, missed, missed, miss kicked the ball and of uh, the I, goals, eh? Because
3: like, I'm not going to say that either of them are going to be bad, but can we, again, can we just wait more than one fucking week of the season before going, all right, one half
1: before going
2: great Did you not listen to Tony's rant two minutes ago when you said, when it was good, you try and enjoy it? Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You're doing the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've I mean, like, the Twitter it was like, half time, the arse game, I was did that this was absolutely brilliant. But he looked amazing. Rob McLean said on commentary, what a side <laughs> like, well,
3: we don't know. That might literally be
1: his best game for the club. Uh, very much Tori Ruggi vibes at him, stuff like that. Um, it's always wingers. It's always wingers. Aye,
3: Wanjo, Wanjo's debut uh, for Hearts was
1: sensational. Oh, I don't think he ever reached that height ever again. Um, but the goal came, Tate. Um, so what a what well, a an finish. absolute peach of a finish. And again, it was but no surprise. It's is driving forward with the ball, dribbling past people, aggressive, and he's running. He gets sort of tackled. The young guy just won't let the ball die, and he's sort of fighting for the for with the centre half. Bad just to get it back to, to Tate and it goes in, but Ross County just they never really offered
3: anything. And anyway, we surprised that it was two and a half years since Tate's last goal. That surprised me for somebody who touches the ball in the box, box. an awful
1: lot yeah, for yeah. a fullback. Surprised he's not scored for that length of time because I always, I always had my dreams last season as he was playing left wing back for sent me in last season what's your name Tanzer Tanzer yeah I was uh, in my head that Tanzer a Tate was going to be like a common goal but it's just example we do these podcasts and we watch try and like you, you're basically you forced into overanalyzing things because you need to have something to fucking say <laughs> 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 so that's me I'd convinced myself I was doing the pre I was like that's exactly that's exactly how it's going to work of course never they're still not that good <laughs> this is going to be fullback to fullback uh, uh, R- R- Roberts and Arnold <laughs> and it's still Tate and Tanzer um, so I never quite got by the way, but they tried Ross County they made a double substitution at half time, so he, he clearly wasn't happy with how things went. He took Samuel off, who I'm really not sure about in that role, playing mm. off the strike. I don't really see what yeah what he yeah, does. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's
2: uh, all. I think
3: it's Staggy's view on Twitter was saying that like um Next week, let's get Dan down from the starting eleven, and let's bin this Dominic Samuels a so number ten experiment. does have
1: the, 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 the quality, to no. play in,
3: in that in that role, I don't. He done against Hearts. Or I kind of understood it against for a game against Hearts, but for just these other
2: games, I don't really. But don't you know, he's it. he's got a physicality. You yeah. know, he's he's got that on his side. So if you put Jan Danda alongside, like his- him up front then. Alongside the likes of like Edwards and that, though, it does make your team a lot more lightweight. So, you yeah. know, there, there, there is that element but, will, uh,
1: yeah. I don't really see much about him. That's the third game in a row. He's not really done much as a, as a striker. They brought White on at half time, which told me again, it was like, yeah, we're maybe going to abandon this really, really pretty football that we were, <laughs> we were, we were attempting the first half and uh, get, get White involved. And he was sort of peeling out on his strain and Fraser to try and do it. But it was a, it was a fully deserved win with Sint without it being like Sint
3: Right. On Sunday, I decided to be um, uh, good, uh, behave myself, and I was like, right, instead of going to the pub before the Hearts game and a nice sunny day as well, I was like, no, instead I'll, I'll do some research for Monday's podcast and I'll also save my pints until after the game and so I sat down <laughs> I behaved
1: well I didn't have pipes in the morning
3: <laughs> <laughs> behaving well for me and so I, I sat down and I watched the first half of uh, Celtic I saw Celtic smash three goals past Cabarock and I was like fuck this turned it off and went to the pub <laughs> you made you made the right choice yeah, <laughs> absolutely aye, we're, we're doing the two uh, old farm games last because
2: they're both really good
3: aye, they're yeah. just both fucking incredible aye wake, wake us up when you play each other
2: Uh, The one one thing I would say is like Jota for me is the best player in in Scotland Mm -hmm. Um, But Keeper for his goalkeeper, uh, like yeah. you know, put put your put your dick away. Like it wasn't that good. All right, a, a decent keeper would have saved that. I'm not saying he's not a decent keeper, by the way. But I
1: thought I was thinking that did Walker have his dick out? <laughs> <be> like, like, <laughs> that, like that comedian on stage, wasn't like, <laughs> Jerry
2: <Sandler>. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he couldn't save it as soon as he started jumping and flopped <laughs> it. Um, but I, listen, Celtic are, are just a very, very, very good team. Um, they attack so with so much purpose and, and I think you know Maeda's been getting a little bit of stick from the Celtic fans uh, at the start <laughs> of the season so
1: like just it just shows like they, can just, they need to have something to moan at eh? they, just,
2: they just need anything to moan at it's like oh no like he's just not as good as the rest of them it's like well he's still fucking class so, <laughs> ah, yeah and he's still very um, good
1: for a lot of certain games as well
2: yeah so obviously he got the assist for uh, for Furihashi's goal uh, right to, away. to start <laughs> with and right away and I was like oh yeah he looks shite right <laughs> enough like Jesus Christ um, and then yeah, they just started scoring overhead kicks for a laugh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, All right, okay. Um, yeah, I mean Morris Gents' uh, his overhead kick was was very much a centre half's overhead kick, but mm-hmm. still very very good fun at the same uh, time. Uh, and Jacky Marcus, <laughs> seeing uh, the, the the keeper after it went through his legs, uh, just turned to stone and uh, fall yeah. over. It's like that's when you know that a goalkeeper is is just had absolutely.
1: I did like,
2: <laughs> Yeah. Tony just-
3: want to tell everybody our, our story about Moritz Jens
1: uh, oh, I don't think anyone does anyone care about our fantasy football well, it was just but, quite funny uh, uh, you, you, re- you, your realisation I've, <laughs> I've been running running the fantasy football we do a draft for the for the tennis and you think that I would know all the teams that are, that are playing in it being the guy who's doing it uh, but cause two of the teams are called one's the Silence of the Lamy, Motherwell player yeah so I just assume that's Graham <laughs> cause why would it be Andy Harrow? <laughs> But it is, and then so when we do the, the waivers, this is called the start. You get to pick, and the team at the, the teams that have got the lower down get. So, the so first I pick I could have got Jens,
3: I just completely forgot about. but took Matty Kennedy. <laughs> was Matty I had Kennedy's the worst in um, waivers
1: because so, I was bottom of the table going at the this past week. you we took Matty Kennedy, and then I was I, I could have got, and there was someone else, and then me, and I picked Jens. But I thought at silent salami it was Graham, I and he picked the below me. He was second, and I just gave him. Yens out of it. And now he's got a goal scoring six C- 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 Celtics and a half. And I'm stuck with fucking Paul McGinn or something. <laughs> And we've been doing that for over a year and I don't think anyone's changed their team name. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows who I've been giving players to the whole time. I've changed mine,
3: but I think I'm maybe one of only two people to change their team name. Um, nah, Graham doesn't even play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's what I mean. Try and be interested. Like, uh, last week I said, my heart sank when I saw, I watched Celtic Ross County last week. My heart sank when I saw Jens. Oh, here, uh, another monster who's really comfortable on the ball. Great. Uh, just like waltz, oh, banging in a header. Now we scored over it. fuck's sake! There has to be, there should be a rule that they both the old form have to have one sort of weakness, and that's all we have. We get to that. Like, we've got to concentrate on that. We'll try if we can get it over the course of because it really, really, really wouldn't surprise this season if they only. If they only get to beat off each other, their goalkeepers have to play with their cocksuit.
2: So, yeah, I mean, interesting. Alan McGregor's definitely done that before. (laughs) Uh, He'd 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 play play better, (laughs) then help his
1: confidence. Uh, Greg Taylor, brilliant. Yes. Now now we've got Burnaby. In jail. Yeah, in jail. Not a good start from your 4 million 21 year old fullback. Uh, he's in the
2: Mean Machine team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so they'll be thankful that Greg Taylor's sort of just coming on. Again, I think of all the things Ange has done, which is tons, tons and tons in the improvement, the, the sort of transfer market stuff. But in terms of like the one player that really stands out is Taylor. Not that he was shit before. I always think he got, he got, he got a hard time for no real reason. But he's turned him into like, now he's starting to look like really, really an important part of the team and that he plays that inverted fullback role like a natural now and it's like wait are you going to end up at Man City <laughs> <laughs> play, because you're actually perfectly built for for after playing with, with Paul So, so outside of that they're just all fucking brilliant and mm. they're just going to hump everyone yeah they've, they've not got a weakness <laughs> yeah there's nothing nothing someone by we just need as I said we're weighing on just mass exodus of all these players all at once is what we need and then they fuck up the and this has nothing to do with Celtic or Rangers bias. It's just me wanting to go to a game where Hibs play Celtic and maybe enjoy it. I hope he gets, I hope Joe Hart gets space jammed by Mark Baraghi. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, Joe Hart's never even had to laugh once. Not even done anything funny once. Nah. Never made one mistake. It's like, nah. this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> Give us a mistake. Aye, come on. And let's go to the other side of Glasgow. Come are like our as dishwater, by the way. No, I you've I just end do, end not, do not see what this... Top six stuff was about. I do not see one bit of that team that's good. Yeah, I never got that either. I
3: just looking at their squad, I was like, that's not that good. I think they'll stay up, but uh, yeah,
1: I never really got the top and six. One of the things people like people saying, well, they've got good strikers and Ollie Shaw, like Ollie Shaw, what is he good now? Like, when did that happen? Why that? Do-? And it was, it was said to me in such a blase fashion that I'm mental for questioning that Ollie Shaw's good. Since when?
2: I was told he was going to be this season's Bruce Sanderson. Uh,
1: all right, okay, see, we hear a lot. We hit a lot in the tennis. Do you know who told me that? <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I don't understand, but I'm sure but Craig Anderson told me that in the first game they played the night they were good and they were attacking and they were fun to watch. So I'll take his word. To that. I think next week if I'm doing the pod further, I'm going to I'm going to watch whoever Kilmanaka play. Why did Liam Donnelly play? <sighs> Banter. Oh, Question number one. Well, that's what Karius was saying. Like Liam Donalds is going to be that player. He's going to inexplicably play in all the big games for no real reason. You don't really understand what tactical good it is, but the smart manager seems to think he knows. Maybe he's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> good chemistry on the pitch. <laughs> not a bad having a good laugh on the pitch. <laughs> Always gets the rounds so. <laughs> out
3: Running past, just doing knock knock jokes. <laughs>
1: Right, what have we got? The next aye, year, Rangers next. Yeah, Rangers. This right. is
3: a game that I watch. Rangers 4, St. Johnson nil. Rangers. They, they, they have to survive an early scare. They did. Uh, Teddy Bear should have put uh, St. Johnson 1-0 ahead. Um, it was... Uh, I guess it was a little bit difficult because he was on the ground. He was but, on the ground. he was five yards out and he uh, needed to... He yeah, yeah. needed need to be scoring.
2: He needed to He's got good enough contact on it that you'd think if you can get contact That's that most, good on it you might as well put on target. target.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're going to do that, yeah. do that. But you're lying uh, in the
2: six-yard box. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, Rangers had com- pretty much complete control of, of this game and I didn't even think they were that impressive in the, in the first half. They, it, not really, I don't think it was necessarily due to a huge lack of tempo or I would say there was maybe a little bit of hanging off and maybe there was a, a slight hangover from the European game because, you know, t- Tuesday was another kind of epic night at Ibrox, and as I've said before, I think that teams tend to, to struggle a little bit, come back to earth when they then have to just go for a kind of running the middle domestic fixture. It happens and not all the time,
1: later, yeah. After derby wins, if your hips or hearts, all that, yeah, and everyone, yeah. Everyone, everyone experienced. Frustrated with
3: Livingston, the game after as well. So yeah, there was there was that slight aspect. Of, I didn't need to feel there was too much of an atmosphere at Ibrox, but they were still they were still kind of moving fairly well. I, I kind of just got the feeling, mostly, you know, because you've got Matondo, you've got. Scott Wright and you've got Cholak. Scott Wright's not going to be first choice when everybody's fit. The other two are just at the club. Um, And I just kind of thought they just didn't quite have the understanding to be really blown away teams with intricate passing moves just yet. But it should come with time. And also, again... Are those guys going to start when everybody's fit because Ryan Kent will play on the left, Matondo might play on the right, but uh, Morelos will play up front
1: when, when he's fit, so it's no, yeah. it's not even their starting 11. Kent, we, Matondo, and Morelos sounds like there's a nice bit of balance after watching yeah. a bit of Matondo, yeah, yeah. that. That would that would work, Matondo.
3: I didn't really, I wasn't really kind of big on in the first half, but he certainly came out a game in the second half. And that's something that we maybe don't take it account an awful lot when we talk about like Rangers buying players who have a lot of speed. Because it's like, right, well, what's the point in them if the other team's going to, you know, camp with 12 men behind the ball? But then as soon as you go ahead, the other team has to come out. And then you've got a guy with a lot of speed up top. Then it means that you, if you find it a lot easier to rack up goals 2, 3 and 4, which is exactly what happened in this see, game. You
1: see it working really well when Morelos dropping off how, like he does. And he likes to turn get yeah, and then maybe play those reverse passes to to Matondo. Mm-hmm. He'll, yeah, I am assuming Matondo. will stretch the like stay wide, and that'll allow Kent maybe to play more yeah. inside. That could yeah. it makes it makes a bit of sense if you know what I mean.
3: the The start of the show for me, however, was Malik Tillman, mm. who uh, I I had, a, I, I had, a, I had a, this came from no research whatsoever. I just took a punt in the summer when I had them down as potential worst side, <laughs> just just because I was getting I was getting a. What was his name? I'm a Diallo uh, vibes off of just kind of bringing in a, a lone player for a big team. You, you never know how it's going to work
1: out. But he is... Uh, Quality. Yes, he is. he's very good. And he works very, very hard good. as well. Uh, you can I tell he's not that. a Diallo, just not giving a toss. Yeah. He is, is, uh, he, is he an upgrade in terms of output on Aribo? <sighs> Will he score more it's goals?
3: Too, it's too early to say because one of Aribo's biggest issues was probably a lack of consistency. Yeah, uh, so it's only three games in so it's hard to tell where Tillman whether he's got that consistency. but if he does then I would say yeah maybe
1: Any yeah, boys scoring goals in the Premier League now, No, right? I, know <laughs> I <yeah. laughs> when he nutmeg the goalie who was coming down Aye. people were going mad about that looked like a luck to me that's all I'm saying
2: he nutmeg the goalkeeper who was lying down <laughs>
1: yeah that's lucky you're not going to mean to do that I mean it's impossible <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it's, doesn't, it's, doesn't
2: it's make any sense <laughs> uh, no Tillman um Tillman's not someone who has loads of pace as well. You know, he's just got no. so much quality on the ball that he can drift he, past. He people. does have a lot of height though, which we've, we've seen twice now in the the last week. That's coming very handy. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's, it's a really smart header for his for his goal as well because it's a weird angle. But he looks he looks absolutely superb. Um, so I suppose the one negative was there one for Rangers in this game. Um, Barisic
3: yeah. any good? Barisic was all right. Ben Davies. Uh, didn't look particularly great he too much time on the ball well, it, well he had a lot of time on the ball but he just really wasn't making quick decisions and right. like when you get put under pressure while you're playing away for home that's going to be a bit more of a, an issue but it is his first start so I don't know how much will play next week,
1: so I'm sure it'll be alright <laughs>
3: <laughs> ben, ben Davis hat trick John, uh, John Lunster was very good That I've uh, seen Rangers fans say that he's had a very kind of up and down season so far and that was maybe his, his best performance um, he was just great it kind of wearing back play all the time and, and driving them forward there was, uh, was
1: one where Davis was fixing his hair and he never stopped across you and Taylor talking about that oh, he was fixing it. his hair Davies was fixing his hair in the game with raging on and the ball went past him and it created a chance he was like it would have been the, the death of Rangers Daz <laughs> standing there with a mirror like fucking Johnny Bravo
2: pulling <laughs> like. out his sock ah, he's, got, he's got a comb in his sleeve <laughs>
3: So Johnson brought in new signing Daniel Phillips only 21 he's about as wide as he is tall Um, so he's going to have a good kind of I could see him being a good kind of battler low center of gravity in the center of the park Did he look fit but a bit agile? I don't know um, why I said it agile. don't
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> how you say it, but. I don't know. know. Mm. Tony's been watching White Skirt in French. He
3: you looks know, like somebody's just going to do a lot of running and a lot of battling, rather. But than I mean, that, than that's, that's good, I think, versus right. Johnson when the, they've well, got Matty the Mattie Davidson's probably the a bit too older.
1: League, least moving midfield. Least mobile. Least moving. Least moving. <laughs> agile. Least moving. On. Let's get this wrapped up. The least moving agile. <laughs> get this wrapped up. Have <laughs> you, got, you still got a sunstroke? Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> So, I mean, that's what they needed. I mean, you'd want was- more than legs if you could possibly get it from the midfield. <laughs> Sorry, but one thing they definitely they needed was And they just try to make
2: one composite footballer? <laughs>
1: <in. laughs> this guy's got a left uh, foot. Like this what, guy's got a right like foot. Like what you do on the telly. With the, the, <laughs> <line>. <laughs> the Frankenstein. The <laughs> Frankenballer. Uh, but this one, just to be really average, competent, can do everything okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, did, he was another one who wanted too much time on the ball at times. Um, but again... Getting used to Scottish football can maybe iron that out of his game. St. Johnson did something quite weird, actually. This is one thing I want to say about St. Johnson, They were doing an awful lot of the centre-halves standing at either side of the goalkeeper and passing it out from the back. But then even if they got through the initial Rangers press, they were just going long to bear anyway. <laughs> but just from closer in. I kind of wondered, because it did happen at one occasion in the game. Where I think, but even then it was a kind of mistake for the Rangers defence, Goldson I think, who assumed that the ball was going to just run out of play and actually stopped before it crossed the line and Bear was able to get it and St Johnson I think ended up getting a a shot away from it, maybe Jamie Murphy, can't quite remember. But um, yeah, I was thinking maybe that, that they were, because Bear is obviously big but he's also quite mobile for a big guy as well Um, and just kind of maybe trying to get Rangers to come up a bit more so they could get him running in behind. But with that one exception, legacy, like which was also a Rangers mistake, it never happened. And he, he's quite a frustrating player, has to be said. Like there was times where he held hey, it up. No, there was times he held it up quite well, and there was other times I was like, "You've given that away far too it's easily." Either. Just can't judge a team
2: going away at Ibrox, though. Nah, that's no, what, that's, that's
1: why I've been it, it. we never said anything about Kilmarnock. because it just like I'm yeah. not, I'll talk about. So I'll say I'll watch them next week and I'll pass judgment. I'm on the teething over wanting really slag come on so, so if you're a quiet fan, well, I'm, I'm coming in negatively. Keep, there, keep your eye on the number nine, This guy called Ollie Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: you're going to like what you see. <laughs> He's one of the best young strikers in Europe. Europe. Oh, you're damn right.
3: Right, and that'll do us. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd like to hear us talk more, we are going to discuss the column that Scott Allen wrote for the BBC about trying to find a new club, and then also just look at the, the weirdly huge list of uh, players who played in big names. I'll be honest membership with membership last
2: season. There's a lot of names that you will expect to be in there. <laughs> as soon as you read them, you'll be like, ah, yeah.
3: <laughs> there's something like, oh, how's he not got a club yet? And so we'll have a look at them as well. So, Best with listen- the
1: cost of living, I'm so you need to get a job and is going to be five grand a year Tom Roderick, you'll get cold <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tom Roderick's heating only works for 60% of the time aye. Aye. <laughs> hey yeah so that'll be over on patreon.com forward slash Podcast, and that'll be on the £2 per month tier right Tony say goodbye bye Rob say goodbye goodbye I'm Craig Fellows saying goodbye and you'll be back again on Thursday goodbye